Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? All right, I wanted to do another episode, another Wellness Wednesday episode on sleep, which is a topic that I, I talk about a lot. Um, and, you know, kind of just explaining why I consider sleep basically more important than nutrition and movement. Like, I consider those the top three most important things as it relates to our health and fitness. You know, sleep, nutrition, and movement. If you're doing those three things well, uh, you're going to be pretty healthy and pretty fit overall. And I try to send this message a lot just because we live in this world where there's all these kind of supplements and gimmicks and hacks and everything. But at the end of the day, you do those things right. You sleep well, you eat well, and you you move well, do some form of exercise, lift some heavy things, whatever. Uh, you're going to be doing pretty well. And obviously, this can look different for different people, particularly the nutrition part. I mean, all of our bodies are, are different. But I, I just I want to talk about sleep more just because it's such a... Like it tends to be, I actually think the hardest aspect for a lot of us in the modern world, myself included. Um, like I said, of the three, I consider. So okay, just to like to back up, why do I consider sleep even more important if you want to get you know the, the body you want and just to to feel good in general? Well, okay, so. Uh, I put sleep first, then nutrition second, and then exercise third. And I put exercise third of the three just because you can do all the exercise that you want. But if you're not eating right, if you're not eating the right amount of protein, if you're not eating roughly the right amount of calories to get the body shape that you want, whether it's burning fat, building more muscle, or a combination of both over time, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like you're, you're just you know, you're not going to achieve that no matter how good the exercise is if you're not eating right. Um, and then also there's a big, and, and that's related to macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats. Then of course there's a, a micronutrients, uh, you know, vitamins, minerals, things like that component to it as well, but that's not as related to body composition. Now, um, why do I consider sleep even more important than nutrition? Well, just because if we're not sleeping well, um, then all of a sudden all of our hormones are thrown off, our hunger and satiety hormones are thrown off, our insulin response is different to food, the way that our body reacts to different foods is different. And literally, like if you if you are sleep deprived for you know many days in a row, you could eat all of the healthy foods, great protein, things like that, do the right exercise, and your body is still more likely to send the food essentially to, to, to turn into fat storage than to muscle. And the science behind that, it's, I don't know if I can articulate it quite properly, but essentially what the, what's happening, I think the way it works is that when our body is in a state of stress, because that's what sleep deprivation is, it puts us in a state of of stress essentially whenever our body is in that state i think it's because our body are like our body is told okay we're in a stress state send more calories nutrients to fat storage because uh, traditionally as humans evolved we you know we we needed to like fat storage is what kept us safe in times of of great stress and we didn't think we would get enough food things like that i think that's kind of how it works it's not the greatest explanation but um Long story short, I consider sleep the most important just because the body doesn't use the nutrients we eat as well if we're not sleeping properly. And like I said, this is this is a huge one because 
I've, you know, I've kind of even evolved as I've, you know, gone along in this podcast. You may remember if you listen to Keep Talking Podcast at the beginning, I was at a period of my life where I was waking up very early, very early every day. I had a period where I was waking up at 3.30 a.m. Uh, for four straight months, and I finally decided to stop doing that because in spite of the benefits, and there are a lot of benefits to being up that early, you get a lot of things done before the rest of the world is awake. I finally, <clears throat> after a while, just decided, you know what, I'm too sleep deprived because obviously on average during that time I was going to bed probably around 9. I mean, it would vary. There were a few nights I would be up till 10 or 11, depending on what was going on, and then I might like make up for it like the next night by literally going to bed at like 7, right? Um, but I was averaging maybe six, six and a half hours of sleep, which just, it ended up, it's just not enough, you know? Um, and ultimately, that's a message that I try to push nowadays. This is, this is like a hard one for people to grasp. But if an alarm is waking you up on a regular basis, you are sleep deprived. Like, just think about it. That means your body did not finish sleeping. <laughs> and an alarm is, it's, you know, it's a modern invention. I mean, as human beings, in ancient times, you know, they just, people just woke up. I mean, yeah, there might have been some alarming thing, you know, whether that was an attack from animal enemy tribes, I don't know, right? But in general, just like the light woke you up or you woke up when your body was was rested enough to get ready, you know, when alarms didn't exist. And so just the fact that we are waking up with alarms on a regular basis means that we're sleep deprived. And it's crazy because this is like, if you think about it, this is the way we teach our kids. This is the way I grew up living. This is the way all of us grow up living. It's just like, oh, yeah, put the alarm. You know, the alarm wakes you up at the time you have to wake up. Because in general, you know, we get up and go to school. You know, got to wake up by 6, 6.30 or whatever it is for school, which, you know, we could talk about that too. I, I actually would argue that we don't let kids – I mean, we should be getting them to bed earlier in, you know, in general, um, which – Okay, so this is just like such a multifaceted issue because for both children and adults, children especially, I would argue that getting to bed early is great. I mean, we can, uh, it's incredibly good for our health. The argument, there's a statement, a saying out there that goes, every hour of sleep you get before midnight is worth, is the same as two after midnight. Like the sleep before midnight, early in the night, is that valuable. And I think it's mainly just because we enter into a deep sleep easier during that period. Now, there, there's a lot of things, and I've talked in previous episodes about how to improve your sleep, how to get to sleep faster, things like wearing blue light blocking glasses at night, which I still do if I'm you know, around bright lights after dark. That way the blue light from all these bright lights doesn't, doesn't stop my melatonin from being produced and doesn't keep me awake. There's that aspect of it. Um, you know, There's lots of things that we can do to help ourselves fall asleep quick, keeping the room a little cooler, maybe around 65 degrees Fahrenheit height. Um, so there's lots of little tricks that you can do, but ultimately as a society, you know, we would be better off if we on average were getting to bed earlier. Now, I would also even argue that for kids, we should stop doing this thing. I mean, it's tough because there's, this is a multifaceted, you know, thing in society, but like we, we, we yank them out of bed at 6 AM for school. When could you imagine how healthy our kids would be if we had them sleep from like, let's say 9 PM to 7 or 8 AM? 10 or 11 just hours of good sleep every night, you know, and I mean, it obviously varies from person to person, family to family, and, you know, you, you, kids start needing a little bit less as they get a little bit older, but you get the point. Like, we grew up in this society where we just wake up with alarms all the time. That's what we're taught to do. And I finally have really realized just the incredible value over the last couple of years of, of what it's like to wake up most days without an alarm. God, it just feels amazing because, um, you know, I still do probably probably twice a week on average, once or twice a week out of the seven days, I do wake up with an alarm. Um, 
just because well there's a couple there's a couple mornings per week that I do something a little earlier than the other mornings right now there's also I so the way I do it is on average I go to bed let's call it 10 on average some nights it's around 9 some nights it's around 11 very rarely do I stay out past 11 only on special occasions when I go out super late but um you know, and I wake up probably naturally about around 5.30. Now, I do set an alarm for 6.30 just because I would not want to sleep past 6.30 in general. Um, I just I have some things that I need to do in my morning routine before I start work around 8. Um, but in general, the alarm doesn't wake me up. Like, I wake up naturally around 5.30 on average, which means that I'm getting enough sleep, right? Um, that means I'm not sleep deprived because the alarm is not waking me up. Um, now, I still do have, you know, a few days over here and there where the alarm wakes me up or and I can even kind of feel that I'm in sleep deprivation. Uh, but I just I really want you to consider this. If you're someone who is waking up with an alarm, if you, you know, like most of us, wake up with an alarm every day or at least five days a week, Monday through Friday, that means you're sleep deprived. And I know you like you make up for it on the weekends, maybe, or, you know, you might even take a nap after work, whatever you do. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't quite work that well. This is what sucks about it is like it doesn't essentially making up for lost sleep if you sleep six hours a night during the week and then try to sleep 10 or 12 on the weekends theoretically it doesn't quite work that well the body doesn't quite recover as well like we what we want to be doing and i know this seems unrealistic for a lot of us but ideally we would be going to bed and waking up at the same time every day um and i know i mean i've talked to friends about this all the time i i've said it on this podcast before like in a perfect world we would be able to go out and party at like 7 or 8 p.m. rather than midnight, you know. I, like I, I still don't understand why society had to come to that where we just go out and party like at midnight. Like why don't we do this, especially on like a Saturday night? Like what were you doing all day Saturday? Like you waited the whole time on your day off until midnight to then go out? Like why, why didn't you do it at like 6 p.m.? Anyway, so um, that's going to be – if I could make one revolutionary change in humanity, that might be it. I would say – Parties at nightclubs start at 6 p.m., not like 11 p.m. or midnight. But anyway, it's a fight against society that I keep losing whenever I talk to people about it. Um, but uh, so just just like with sleep, because it's it's a big, uh, you know, I don't like the messaging that I hear from other fitness people, influencers sometimes. We could debate this because, um, you know, some of the people who I consider my mentors and who are, have had a very positive impact on me are among the people who wake up extremely early all the time with an alarm um, and are highly disciplined. And I love their discipline. I've learned a lot about the discipline from them. I would argue that for most of us, especially in my experience now after playing around with this for the last five years or so, I would argue that it's not the best way to live life, to be waking up extremely early with an alarm every day. Um, and by the way, we could talk about the negative physiological things that the alarm does to you. You know, it spikes your blood pressure right away, um, which supposedly is kind of bad for your health. I mean, in addition to just yanking you out of REM sleep or maybe even deep sleep or whatever stage of sleep you're in, um, you know, I, I, I there's this message out there. There's this message in the fitness space and then also in the just kind of like the entrepreneurial, the go-getter space, like, you know, don't sleep that much, right? And I just, I don't like the message in general. I will say this. I will say that the people who push that message that are, that are waking up really early consistently every day, usually they're actually probably getting better sleep than a lot of people just because in general they're going to bed pretty early when they live that lifestyle, you know? You don't see people waking up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning staying out till one o'clock like you know they're the people who probably get to bed by 10 every night so maybe they do 
only get six hours of sleep or so, but it's usually pretty quality sleep because that routine when you're, you know, sleeping actually from 10 till, you know, those, those pre midnight hours are very key. It's probably, you could argue that the person who sleeps from 10 PM to 4 AM, six hours gets better overall rest than the person who sleeps from midnight or 1 a.m. until 8 a.m. and gets seven or eight hours. Does that make sense? And it all depends on the person. Everybody's body is different. You'll figure out what works for you. But I just, I don't like this message that I hear sometimes about like, you know, wake up super early and cut sleep. And I've been like on that team in a certain way before. And I'm still one who advocates for a fairly early start to the day and an early morning. Um, But I really do have to push now based on my own experience for people to getting enough sleep okay and a big part of this is just like i said especially like as it relates to your to your physique and to your fitness um i think that right now at 34 years old i finally i mean i've gotten to the point where i have the best physique of my life i'm 215 pounds lean and mean you know i've put on about 20 pounds of muscle over the last couple of years and really, the reason for it is because I now do things in an efficient way, okay? I, first off, I exercise in a very efficient way, about 40 to 45 minutes per day on average. I eat well, but not like that well. The key thing is I understand how much protein my body needs, which is around 200 grams a day. Most people are not eating enough protein to get and maintain the muscle that they would want, which then helps you keep fat off and stay lean because having more muscle makes you burn more fat naturally anyway. So I understand how to properly exercise now. I understand how to eat properly and I sleep a little better probably than I ever have. The alarm, you know, it's only maybe once or twice a week that I'm waking up to an alarm on average. And believe me, I'm not like perfect. You know, people who know me know that I have I eat dessert sometimes. Like I go out really late sometimes. Like this is not like some boring like perfect life. Um, I'm just saying that in general now I do better with getting, I probably average at least seven hours per sleep of sleep per night. Not eight, not eight. I mean, um, you know, throughout the week, I'll have a few nights where I'll get eight hours, maybe, maybe a night or two where I only get five or six, depending on what's going on. But I would say I average like seven, you know, and it's very useful because I've had a few periods where, uh, like I said, a couple of years ago, and, and when I was doing that 3.30 wake up a couple of years ago, I was... Um, you know, I was doing well in my, you know, fitness journey and everything, but it's almost kind of like, you can almost kind of feel it. I feel like you're like fighting, it's like you're fighting gravity. You're fighting. It's like when you're slightly sleep deprived every day, when you maybe could have got like one extra hour of sleep, you know, then you're hitting the gym hard. You're eating well, you're a little sleep deprived. You know, you're, uh, you just can kind of feel it in your body. It's like, okay, I know I'm not like, I'm not operating at my top level, but I'm pushing. I'm really pushing through it. And that's a whole other topic in itself is kind of pushing ourselves to and past what our limits are at given points because overtraining is does definitely seem to be a real thing, even though it's hard for us to kind of scientifically define what it is. I mean, people talk about adrenal fatigue, which may or may not be a myth. But anyway, like the point I want to make with this whole episode is Sleep is a big deal, and um, while I am an advocate for an early morning routine for most of us, um, you know, especially if you want to make it easy for yourself to to burn fat, to build muscle, to get the body you want to feel good, you should be focusing on getting enough sleep, on sleeping until your body is content, right? Um, and 
you know, the ideal thing would be to wake up without an alarm. And some people say, well, how could you possibly do that? Well, you know, if you start figuring out ways to get to bed a little earlier on average, like let's say you're someone who has to wake up at 6 to get ready for work each day of the work week. Right now you go to bed at 10, 30, or 11. If you can, if you can work on a few ways, maybe not even necessarily to go to bed earlier, but to get into a deep sleep faster. And those are some of those things like, you know, turning the temperature down in your room a little bit, wearing blue light blocking glasses before you go to bed, um, not eating within a couple hours of going to bed is another big one. You know, try to give at least two, maybe even three or four hours before you go to bed where you're not eating. Um, all of these little things make a difference. So the point of this episode is just just put a focus on your sleep if, if you're, you know, a lot of people that I talk to about fitness, they're like, I don't know. I mean, I'm doing everything right. I'm working out. I'm um, eating pretty well, I think, and everything. And they're not even considering the fact that they are chronically sleep deprived like most of us are because that's the society that we live in. And we've been trained that way our whole lives. All right. So think about your sleep. All right. That's all I got for today. We'll talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumbleson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O.